Greetings. Welcome to Space Court. Hello, world. She's back. I want to open up with just straight out of the gate question. Okay. Can you tell me about the time that you dragged a coworker that was drunk underneath the stairwell? <laughs> no. Really? Space Court. Space Court. We invite you to join us as we launch a new series of episodes that we call BOODS. BOODS is an acronym for based on a true story. Can you tell me about the time that you dragged a coworker that was drunk underneath the stairwell? <laughs> no. Really? But there's a story about it, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> I had a lead. I know. <laughs> I, wow, I think that's one of those that you like, you say off the record in case you ever run for office or something. Like, Whoa. So this no. is like dirty dirt. No, it's not. It's not that bad. It's really not that bad, but it's definitely like why I got fired from a job. The only time I got fired from a job. How many jobs have you had? Uh, over five. But the, I've had jobs for long, like this last job I've had for 13 years or 12 years or okay. something like that. Okay. But yeah, this is the only time I've ever been like, uh, we're going to need to let you go because, uh-huh. But isn't it true that you also had the quickest hire and fire in the same moment? This is when you were barefoot. Julie, is this true? Yeah. We would like to introduce a bitch that was on space court in July of 2019. Julie Mango. Aquarius Sun. Gemini Moon. Scorpio Rising. This is Barefoot Julie Mango. That was, um, what yeah. year was that? 2001? That was 2001. 2002? That's 20 years ago. 20 years ago. Shit. Okay. <laughs> 20 years ago. And, uh, yeah, this is a barefoot, barefoot phase. I definitely still think about it. Like, wow. marvel at the fact that I was allowed to continue to be barefoot. So, wait a second. When you say you were barefoot. We would like to introduce... A bitch that will always ask the tough questions. Sugarcane Rachel. Cancer Sun and Moon. Gemini Rising. Are you talking about no shoes, no socks everywhere that you were? Yeah, I lived in Southern California. I made, or I had these like, I don't know, sandals, like jellies, flip-flops that fell apart so I like covered them in duct tape which I thought that like oh, okay this I'll bring into like if I ever have to use a restroom I'll just be able to like put on my slip flops don't want to touch the floor but then you're like I'm carrying these flip flops mm. it's even worse it's even worse when you think about it sure. however I will say that my foot health my foot like regimen was top notch like I washed my feet like with intention every single night because I wasn't mm. going to get in my bed with really mm. dirty feet so mm. I like every night wash my feet I mean I take showers but I'm not I don't intentionally mm. scrub my feet mm. you know mm. sure 
maybe there's something to take away from that <laughs> to be learned from that. Sure. Back to the job. So this was a phase I went everywhere, tip top, flip flop, little mm-hmm. boop, 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 boop. Uh, went to class, went to, you know, theater rehearsals. They actually wrote it now into the curriculum that you have to wear shoes. <laughs> take classes in the theater. I mean, this is what I think is so important, you know, and relevant about this story is because you were a revolutionary. (laughs) Curriculums were changed as a result of you. (laughs) How is that not a revolution? A curriculum, something that has been followed for X period of time. Well, I think they assumed, hey, people aren't going to come to a place where we build theater sets barefoot but fools. they were wrong fools, fools. they were wrong and you had to come you had a class once a week and they're like oh, you have to wear shoes mm-hmm. and i said no who says that mm-hmm. and then they wrote it in the, the curriculum for mm-hmm. the next mm-hmm. year but by then the phase was over so it was mm-hmm. fine but i applied for a job i think i applied for my summer job it was like an ihop or like a, mm-hmm. a pancake place mm-hmm. Went in, had an interview, resume looked great, been in food service a long time, hospitality, smile, smile, wink, wink. Uh, And we're sitting at a booth, sort of facing each other. And he's like, great, well, you got the job. And we stand up and that's when he sees that I'm not wearing any shoes. And I mean, he's like about to shake my hand. I don't even remember if he actually shook my hand, but he was like, are you not wearing shoes? Totally taken aback. And... Uh, I was like, oh, yeah, no, I don't wear shoes, but I would Mm -hmm. when I come to work. And, like, he interrupts me to say, you're going to get AIDS. And that took me back a little bit, you know. I'm like, what? He's like, you're going to step on a needle. You're going to get AIDS. And, wow, right. I just, I kind of was like, well, I, I mean, I guess you could step on a needle. Right. The jumps that he made with that assumption, right, are... Mm -hmm. uh, Shocking. Mm. Probably wouldn't have liked him as a manager anyway, but mm. I, that the job was rescinded. In, in that moment, did he say that? Yeah. Or he just like, took it? I don't know if this is going to work. So uh, I, I left and I went outside and did not get the job. But it was, so that, that, didn't was... Stop, that didn't stop me from being like... Okay, so there's a couple things happening here. There's one, the true, real fired from the careers that you've had in your life. <laughs> like, oh. The quickest. <laughs> Two, there's questions around this chapter of your life that is Barefoot Julie. I'm curious about, as always, the beginnings and endings of things. So, like, how you got into it and then how you got out of it. Getting into it was, like, stupid young love, power of suggestion. I had a crush on, we'll call him, Ben Mango, Mango. and um, he went barefoot, and I was like, oh, and was curious. Why do you do this? Mm. Oh, it's so good for your feet. You can really feel the grass. You can really feel, you know, and in Southern California on a college campus, you're pretty protected. Mm -hmm. Um, Where was he from? Somewhere in California. I think, like, Santa Cruz area or something. Okay. So hanging out a and lot. And you're from I Minnesota. That's right. important. So maybe this felt, and I loved being barefoot as a kid. Mm. It was definitely like, oh, I got a crush on this guy. And like, yeah, I like to do that too. And then it mm. did become pattern. And then as more people would be like, what are you doing? I'd be like, don't tell me. You're not the boss of me. That's mm. where, that's how it started to stick. Mm. And then I think I just shook it off when I was like, I think I want to wear shoes. I don't know. I don't remember. It wasn't a, it wasn't a, a clear line no. of like... And now we're done. Mm-mm. Huh. Do you but, ever think about going back to it? No, that's what I think about now. I mean, I still love being barefoot in the grass and watering the garden, all these things. But I can't imagine 
I went like out in downtown or uptown, you know, Minneapolis. Is it because you'd get AIDS? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I don't think so. Maybe that fear is so deeply hidden and I'm so, so afraid of it. I can't, can't Mm. face it, but I don't know. No, mm. not at all. Mm. Yeah, it's just not s- something I want to do now. Or maybe I've checked the box and now I just don't feel the need. True. But I can't imagine letting my friend do this now, right? Mm. So many people were just like, oh, that's just what she does. Mm. And I, I was given this amazing freedom to like, oh, yep, that's who she is. Mm. And... It wasn't necessarily me. It was somebody who I was trying to be. But then I didn't have anybody really heart to heart kind of say, I don't know if this is good. But it also was a time of life when we're all figuring that shit out. So, mm. What would you tell uh, people of that community now? Are you? Do you know anybody in the barefoot walking community living? I don't know anybody in the barefoot walking community. I think they would. Would you believe me if I told you it's grown? Yeah. yeah. But I think I, it would really need to be, um, I think, in, where you live. In Hawaii, I can see where it would grow mm, and mm. be popular again because of climate and because of, you know, lack of predators or lack of things on the ground or whatever. Mm, mm, mm. Here, I, I would not do it in Portland. Mm-hmm. I would not do it in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And you, I feel like it would be prohibitive half, year, half the year. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is the classic no shirt, no shoes, no mm. service. Boom. We've seen that in, you know, tons of TV shows as children. Yeah. And maybe real stores also. I've seen it. I've, that's a real sign. Signs. We're going back to a lot but of signs. But you've seen, you've seen this community firsthand. Are you part of this community? Mm, no. Um, I'm not part of the community. I've seen peripheral. I don't even know if they're members, quite honestly, because I'm noticing a red thread between all barefoot people that I uh, experience. This isn't a long life, like lifelong right, right, right. Um, pursuit. However, Saria, yes, it's part of his, like, I don't know what special thing the Pope wears, but, like, it's that kind of thing, you know? I think it's a robe. Well, but, you know, doesn't (laughs) it have a name? Like His garb. It's part of his, I don't know. I don't know. Hat. Costume. Exactly. Costume. So being barefoot is part of his costume. And it was part of mine for that chapter of Mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. And then I shed that skin, or then I felt like, I don't want to be this... I tried a lot of different things or I tried mm-hmm. a lot of different mm-hmm. modalities and then you, you kind of settle into, well, sure, you can do this, you can't do that, but what's, what do I want? Which is why I'm really glad that you went with the eye patch. It looks really good on you. <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> I appreciate you bedazzling it. <laughs> well, you know, I always like to bring a little something extra <laughs> to you the do. moment. To you the do. Moment. Oh, man. Um... I didn't kill the girl just at the beginning <laughs> that I dragged into the stairwell, and that was to help save her from getting fired, which she got fired too, but... Double fire. Double fire. Yeah. Um, it was with best of intentions that mm. I... Uh, she passed out in the hallway, and I knew the manager was going to find her, so I... Passed out because of too much alcohol. Yeah. We, were ha- we both had stayed up separately. We had the morning shift, the like 6.45 morning shift, and um, we both had stayed up all night in our different excursions. <laughs> I came to work and was a little bit more pulled together, but definitely would have failed breathalyzer tests at that point. And mm. she was, 
she should, yeah, she should have been in bed. And she went to bed in the hallway. Oh, gosh. In, like, the main hallway where you picked up the food. And no, I was like, no. Wake up. Wake up. Oh, my God. No. Yeah, so, and then I grabbed, like, one of Help. the bus boys. It was just, like, a couple of us in the place. And I was like... Help. I don't even remember his name. And that was my mistake. I should not have asked for help because he's the one who told on us. Uh, snitch. <laughs> I mean, they would have found her. It was bad. It was so stupid. It's one of those, like, mm, didn't think this one all the way through. Listen to your body or what? <laughs> Call into work. <laughs> don't show up to work. Yeah. It's like, why are you trying? Uh, can't, be, can't be worth you it. You learn. You live and learn. Yeah. After the whole fiasco, days later... <laughs> When the manager came, pulled me in, I mean, they were surprised too. I think they were like, I don't know what to say. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> we didn't expect you to do something like this. Right. But um, I tried. I tried to save her. Yeah. Yeah. Covered her up with a little tablecloth. No, you didn't. <laughs> you covered her body. So wait, did they find her and think she was a dead body? No, they didn't. They knew. They knew. They knew her name was Serena. They knew Serena was alive. They just knew Serena was like passed out, like boom, in, in the room. In a, and in they a knew stairwell. that you. <laughs> <laughs> what did they want you to do? I don't know. I couldn't leave her right there. I don't know right. what, what I was supposed to put her. I made a decision, put her out of the way. I set up the whole restaurant, but I was still. Right. So liability-wise, they're like, you're both fired. Well, she got fired first, and mm-hmm. then at the end of the shift, that, or when the, the next person came in, they're like, and now you can go too. They couldn't not have someone there. But mm. Yeah, that was embarrassing. I ran to the chef, though, later. He's like highfalutin. I'm not going to say his name because people know he is. But, sure. Mango. Uh, chef Mango. Chef Mango was um, came up with some, like, hoity-toity event, chef event in New York later, and, and laughed about it. So, no hard feelings. That's great. Yeah, really That's thought great. it was like, oh. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, really appreciate you sharing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your inside source is... <laughs> I mean... Appreciate you, too. <laughs> I mean, I think it was a really well-rounded... Um, and woven story. I've had a beautiful, beautiful time. The walks and the talks were amazing. I had a beautiful, beautiful time. I had a beautiful, beautiful time. You have a beautiful, beautiful smile The way it curls and collapses on your lips Oh, how I love the way that you smile You have a beautiful, beautiful smile And I have the most beautiful, beautiful friend I have the most beautiful, beautiful friends They come directly to save me They come directly to save me You have the most beautiful, 
beautiful, beautiful I think it tells of like the choices that we make and why we make them. I mean, Barefoot Julie, you have this like starts out with a crush, but then becomes some kind of like symbol of resistance to authority, you know, and gets carried out for like two years. That's significant. And then it's just like meh over it. Right. Yeah. Just put on shoes. Right. And then you have this other like story of um, how you make decisions when like decision making is not. <laughs> you're yeah, exactly. Like a decision is not something you should make right now. 100%. Yeah. And then how that plays out, you know. I like, think it's helped affirm the fact that I'm not going to give myself extra responsibility. I will, I will be re- Any responsibility <laughs> is the better choice. But especially not extra. Like, okay. There's things that I clearly have proven like to... Ooh, missed the mark on that one. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I trust. I trust yeah. my instinct and or I will own mm, your choices. choices. Yeah, which is huge. Own your choices. Yeah, and uh, be aware of them. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Hobbit. Space Court. Space Court. If you would like to share your boots with planet Earth, Please hit the space line. Seven zero seven seven eight zero two two six six. Godspeed, bitches. Bitch is an acronym for beautiful, intelligent, talented, charming, honorable. Rachel regularly uses bitch in many ways, shapes, and forms as a way to empower people to transmute its energetic charge. This acronym, bitch, was introduced to Rachel in 2013 by the late bitch queen, Kathleen. All praise and honor to Kathleen for sharing her wisdom. After all, we's dumb.